Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. I'm recording this show live from Las Vegas at the South Point Hotel and Convention Center, where I am attending a conference. Now, one more thing to note, the audio quality will be different in this episode. I am using an SM93 lavalier microphone that uh, a gracious friend of mine provided to me. Thank you very much, April. I wanted to see how it sounds in a live environment setting, so that's what I'm doing today. But that's, what I, that's not what I'm talking about today. What I am talking about today is how business podcasters can use and build communities. See, the whole reason I'm in Vegas right now is from a guy who's a podcaster. Well, he's sort of a podcaster. He's actually a full-time author. He makes 100% of his income as an author. Now, as an author, he is also very, very smart and very good marketer and has decided that early on that he was going to make podcasting the cornerstone of his marketing empire. Now, keep that in mind. He is not in the business of podcasting. He is in the business of authoring. He is a professional service provider. In this case, he's an author. He's providing content to his people. But he's using a podcast. He's leveraging a podcast as a cornerstone of his marketing and he is really good at building a community around his podcasting. And that's what I think the lesson that businesses can do. So what can you do if you're a business podcaster? Because you know, as an author, he's a, he's a personality. Oh, by the way, his name is Scott Sigler. You should check him out. ScottSigler.com, all of his stuff. But as a personality, it's easy to build a community. It's what Scott does. There are 100 people that are going to gather here in excuse me, in Las Vegas to hang out with Scott for three days. The conference Sigler Fest starts today and it ends on Sunday. And we're here for the duration. Now, Scott and I have been friends for a very long time, uh, but I, I'm here to kind of observe what's happening. But what I've already observed from knowing Scott for the last, oh gosh, 14 years, uh, is that he does a very good job of building this community around him. And again, I think businesses businesses can parlay some of the lessons that he's made, that he's done, into having their own, into building community for themselves. As I said before, it's hard for businesses to wrap their head around the idea of, of community because they're a business first, and they should be a business first. But I posit to you that it should be very easy to build a community as a business. And let me tell you why. You have a built-in audience already for your business, assuming you actually have a real business and you have real live customers. If, in fact, you do have live customers, guess what? You have an audience. What you need to do is leverage 
that audience, your customers. I hate to use that terminology, but this is a business-focused show. But leverage that community. But here's what I mean by that. Let them know you have a podcast. That's it. Except it's not it. You don't you just don't let them know once. You let them know lots of times that you have a podcast. You likely have a built... You already have your customers' information. You have the email addresses, most likely, right? It's okay to send every single one of your customers a message saying, I, or if you're a business, we have a new podcast. And here are the benefits you will receive by listening to our podcast. Do that, but not just once. Do it all the time. Do it over and over and over again. Not spamming, not ad nauseum, but every time you have a new episode, you should be alerting your audience your built-in audience, your customers who aren't yet listening to you via some sort of an email blast, being through uh, social media posting, lots of things like that. One of the dangers that I hear from my clients is that, well, I'm already sending my customers so much information, I don't want to just send them one more thing. And my answer to that is, I don't care. <laughs> I honestly don't care. You're missing the point. You need to leverage your existing audience. The second argument they give me is, yeah, well, those are already my existing customers. I want new customers to listen to my show. Yes, you do. But the lesson you can learn from people who are very good at building communities around their audience, around their show, is that your existing audience, in this case, your customers, will help you spread the message. But they have to know about it first. The more people you tell who are already your customers about your podcast, and the more energized and excited you can make them about your podcast, the more likely they're going to be to share your message. That's why we're all here in Las Vegas. That's why 100 people out of the literally tens of thousands of listeners that Scott has come to Vegas, spend their hard-earned cash to come and hang out with him is because they love him and they love reading and they love listening to what he has to say. Your customers should be the same thing. They love your products. They love what you have to say. They should love listening to you. And once they do that, they will turn around and spread the message. Not really a secret. It's just an, an obvious thing to do. Now, I know it's tough to fit it into your existing marketing plans. So again, don't try to shoehorn podcast marketing into your existing business marketing plans. Just incorporated. It's not shoehorning. It is, the, it is a valuable piece of content that you need to work into what you're doing. Okay, what if you don't have an email list? I have a couple of customers who aren't big on building email lists for their, for their customers. I get it. But what they likely have, if you're a retail establishment, or you have some sort of a foot traffic, or you get in front of people, put your podcast out everywhere. If you're a grocery store, I have no grocery store podcasting clients. If you're a grocery store and you have a podcast, you put it everywhere. Point of purchase signs all over your store, on your receipts. You have your cashiers trained to say, don't forget, check out the podcast. Oh, wait, Trader Joe's probably does that. They have a podcast. They're a grocery store. Put it everywhere. Your customers are your biggest fans. Let them spread the message for you, but you've got to tell them about it. Another trick that you can learn from people like Scott Sigler here, who's great at building community around his podcast, 
even though his real business is selling books. He doesn't just talk about selling books. He doesn't just talk about his books. He's built personality. He's built, well, a cult in his particular case around that idea. You should do the same. If your podcast is all sell, 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 sell all the time, well, that's one thing that's boring. But your marketing shouldn't be listen, 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 listen. You should be sharing out the little nuggets, the interesting things inside of your day. You're already likely letting your podcast expose aspects of your business people haven't really tapped into or people don't really understand that behind the scenes stuff. Keep doing that. Keep sharing that kind of information, the same stuff that you're using to build your interesting and engaging and not sell, sell, sell podcast. Repurpose that information in other medium where people are having conversations. Done properly, the idea of building a community around a podcast can quickly grow to building a community around a brand, to building a community around your company. And again, you already have a built-in audience that you're probably not leveraging. And those are your customers. How can you do a better job of not only letting your customers know that this thing you have now called a podcast exists, but actively using that information to improve them, to give them something that they want, to either entertain or educate or other pieces? And how can you then take that even further and change all of your marketing to do the exact same thing? Where it's really, really valuable content and not just one more buy something from me message. That's the trick and a podcast can be a great way to start it. If you need help thinking about how your podcast can fit into your overall business plans, contact me. I launch podcasts for businesses and professional service providers. Reach out to me at evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Check out the website, podcastlaunch.pro. I'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. 
Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.